Welcome to the Per Peasants Podcast. I am your host, Brian Dussault. Back in March, I had the privilege of being a guest on the upcoming Entrepreneur Podcast, hosted by Eduardo Rodriguez. I feel that this is the best recording of my flow state yet. I talk about learning to love yourself, finding your identity, fixing the source, and vulnerability. And I want to make a special announcement. I have officially started writing my book. Yes. And if you like this podcast, well, the content in this book is going to be a condensed version of the podcast and my latest views on life, my philosophies and what I learn on the daily. I want to share with you. All right, everybody, I'll keep you posted on the book. Now on to the show. My podcast is called Upcoming Entrepreneurs, right? So yes. my goal, my vision with this podcast is to learn from people's stories, you know, from entrepreneurs that are on the grind right now. See, we okay. always hear about Gary Vee, Tony Robbins, the Giants, right. you know, Will Smith. Like, they've made it already, you know, which is amazing. And you can learn from them. But I can't really relate. I can learn, but I can't relate to them because they're just up there, you know? Yes. And so what my goal and vision is to interview people that are my level, quote unquote, my level, a little higher than me, a little lower than me, it doesn't matter, but that I see their struggles and say, hey, you know what, they're going through the same struggles I'm going, I can relate to this. So if they're not backing down, why would I back down? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Just being able to do that. And not only that, but being able to provide for my listeners, you know, there's some people that, that need that, need to hear that, but are afraid or don't know how to ask people, you know, so that's where I come in. Right. And I, I like that. I, I totally agree because like people like Gary V have fantastic advice. That's great. But what about the everyday person that has a family, has a full time job, is like, you know, working their ass off for something and not seeing results and gets discouraged. But like, yeah, you want want people that are in that same boat. Yep. Yep. So uh, before we get any further and start asking these amazing questions and you start executing on them, <laughs> um, for my listeners, you know, tell, tell me a little bit about you, man. Uh, you know, how old are you, where you come from? Just a little bit about you. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, my name is Brian Dussault, and I do have a podcast, and it's more of a brand, I would say, called Perpessence, and that is the purpose and essence of life. Smash into one word, purpose and essence. My brother and I uh, came up with that and made some merchandise, got all excited and like, we're really creative and it's awesome, man. Um, I'm very cool. I'm 31 years old. Uh, A lot of people would not know that by looking at me. Uh, Yesterday, someone thought I was 10 years younger than I was. That's a good thing. Yeah, man. (laughs) I I don't take it as a bad thing. It's great. But like just hearing it all the time, it's like, okay, I've heard it enough. (laughs) (laughs) I can relate, man. I can relate. I'm 30 years old. And then same thing. Just yesterday too, some girl said I was like 25. I'm like, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the reason why I did it is because I was lost. Uh, One day I just kind of like looked in the mirror and I'm like, all right, who who are you i thought i knew knew who you were like i'm 26 27 years old at the time and i'm like yeah i I can't i don't know who this person is looking at me you know it's uh 
it, it was a it was a sad time. I was going through a a big a big part of my life, a big change. I was in a relationship long term, nine and a half years, and I wow. had two kids from that relationship. And dude, I just didn't know who I was. And you can, I'm telling you right now, you cannot be in a relationship if you don't know who you were prior to said relationship. Okay. This can be any kind of relationship. It doesn't have to be romantic, but like, how are you going to give your hundred percent if you're not giving yourself a hundred percent? Yep. You're not able to. Yep. And at that time, you know, I knew it in the back of my head subconsciously. It, it It's common sense, but it's common sense that's never talked about in school, in growing up in church, or from parents. Like, maybe some parents out there like that actually figured it out, but this is not taught. This is like the hidden language of our humankind. Yep. And it's been going on ever since the dawn of humans. So, yep, yep. so uh, yeah, so you have to give yourself 100% before you can give 100% or tackle what you really want in life. And so, yeah, I looked in the mirror. I'm like, I went through a big breakup and uh, now everything's great. But at the time, man, it, it was tough. So I, I looked in the mirror. I'm like, who is this sad pathetic loser so i spent every day of my life looking back at that moment as and was determined to change my entire life and i had steps i did that and the first step was learning to love myself mm. mm-hmm. at the end of the day that's all you can do you know uh when you're in a relationship where you're now in the goods and the bad at the end of the day you have to like like you said you have to learn to love yourself that's it. Because that's yeah. the only person you're going to be with from beginning to end. Yes, sir. And people ask me, well, how do you know if you love yourself? I'm like, you don't know until you know. Then, then, it's, it's, then you know. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 it may sound weird what I just said, but if you actually do look in the mirror and say, I love you, man, and you get like, you look at yourself and you actually mean it, then you get the feeling of, yes, I, I do love myself. I know who I am. I love, I love me right now. I love the present moment. Nice. And I like what you said about, I, you know, I know who I am. And I think that's what it is. You know, when you're saying you love yourself, and this is just me as I'm listening, mm. I think that it's it's self-awareness. Knowing who you are as a person and who you want to be as a person, regardless of who likes you, who doesn't like you, who's with you, who's not with you. Like, this is who I'm going to be. This is who I choose to be. And this is going to make me happy through the long run. Because honestly, I think at the end of the day, everybody in this world is looking for happiness. Yes. You know, and yes. whatever it is that provides the happiness, whether it's the money, whether it's the, the flash, whether it's the followers, at the end of the day, like Gary Vee says, you know, like if you're happy, you know, making 60000 a year, duh, 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 and, you know, child uh, uh, baseball team, uh, you won already. You know, you won already. Like I can't, I got nothing to tell you. 
And see, a lot of people think that uh, success, you know, Gary's success is is when you make it. And it's like, no, everybody has a different perception of success yes. because everybody is self-aware. You know, they, they're aware of what they want or what they need to make themselves happy. Right. And this is a scary topic, to be honest, because people think they know who they are. And when you actually find out you're lost and you don't know who you are, this is when bad things happen. I'm talking about drugs, suicide, doing things that's not normal, not normal for you, not for people, but for you out of your character because they lose sense of identity. So like, say you're a businessman and you make a lot of money, then you get canned and you're on the street. Now, who are you? Mm-hmm. Are you still that businessman mentality? Can you, can you build something on the dirt? Can you, from the ground up, that's what millionaires do. They can go and go bankrupt. Like I'm a millionaire. I may not have money, but I am a millionaire and I have a hundred percent, uh, guarantee that I can pick myself back up and do this again. Cause I've already done it before. I have the, yes. I have the formula. Yes. So are you the businessman or are you the, the assets that come with the businessman? Yes. The, the way, the way I understand it as, as I'm listening is, are you the million dollars or yeah. are you the person who made the million dollars? Exactly. And if you're the, who are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you are the person that made the million dollars, you can make it again. Nothing can stop you. You're basically yep. bulletproof. Yep. And this is where it gets scary because people like moms, for example, is a very a good example for this because moms, their identity is moms and they start to get depressed because they don't feel pretty or they don't. They want to get complimented or they want to go out and be themselves. They're always attached to, oh, yeah, who are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm a mom. No, you're not a mom. That's just part of your identity. You're, you're a person. You're, you're a human being. You were someone else before you were a mom, and you're still that person. Like the, that book, um, Girl, Wash Your Face, Rachel Hollis. Mm. She talks about this a lot, and... I'm I'm a guy. I'm a dad. And like I think this is super important for women out there because they're not just moms. And this could go for dads too. Yep. But, you know, if uh if you get split up, which happens in America a lot and I'm sure it happens around the world too, people start to lose their their identity and they're like, all right, who am I without my family? My family's broken. Who am I? You're still that person before you met that significant other. That's, that person's still there. You're still a mom. You're still a dad. So, like, you need to focus on that and not focus on the loss. It's, right. it's tough. Hey guys, what's up? It's Eddie from Upcoming Entrepreneurs Podcast. And if you guys want to give me your opinion, give me some feedback or tell me what you think about the podcast, you can send me a voice message. A voice message is actually the new feature for Anchor, right? Where you can send me audio that I might be able to use in my future episodes. 
You can also ask me questions or ask my speaker questions. You know what? Try it now. Uh, all you got to do to send me a voice message is where, from wherever you're listening, look at the notes and there should be a link where you can go and start sending me messages. Well, I can't wait to hear you guys. You know, until then, have a great day and enjoy the episode. Right, right. I What I like too is that um, we're going to a topic that, that it's close to my heart and and it's mainly mindset because I think that in life, anything you want to do in life, uh, whether it's in business, relationship, um, running a 10-mile race, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you need to have that mindset, you know. And, and what I want to do, and if it's okay with you, is I want to go a little deeper in, in that, that state of mind you were in, if it was positive or negative, when the, the um, situation happened, you know, when you yeah. guys broke up, mm-hmm. you know, um, because – Maybe someone's not going through a breakup, but maybe someone's going through some hardship. You know, mm-hmm. maybe they, they're losing a job. And at the end of the day, it's all the same. You know, it's, it's your ups and then your, your downs. And at this time, it sounds like you were in your downs. Uh, you know, so I want people to understand, like, we all go through it in different ways. Yes. But what mindset were you in at that time? And then um, what did you do? I know you said one was love yourself. Mm. What, did, what else did you do to ma- start making that change? Yeah, um, I just want to rehash what you were saying that everyone does go through something. And just because you have a problem doesn't mean it's not important. Uh, your, your lowest low is different from someone else's lowest low, but they're still the lowest low. And you matter and your problems matter. And we need to figure out the source of the problem, not the symptoms is basically what we need to tackle. Yep. So how do we do that? Um, what I did, I went through a period of time where I was confused. And when you're confused, you need to let it out. Basically, you need to, you're going to have to find a way to cope. And you're trying to, you're basically what you're doing is your hands out of the water. You're, you're basically drowning and your hands out of the water, reaching for whatever's out there. And you're just grabbing and what is that going to be? Is that going to, is that going to be an addiction? And that's what happened to me was alcohol. I leaned on alcohol and okay. the problem, and I, I see this with alcoholics. The problem is not the alcohol, the addiction. Yeah. There's science saying, you know, genetically you're born an alcoholic, like it's in your genes cause your father drank a lot or whatever. But it's not, that's not the problem. The problem is the source. So the source is within you, and we need, we need to fix that. For me, it was not knowing who I am, loss of identity. And I needed to go on what I call a sacred journey. And it's something like the Native Americans did. And, uh, you know, a lot of animals do they kick their kids out of the nest and they have to figure it out themselves. It's, it's fly or die. So we, we have to go on that journey and we need to leap into it, into the unknown. And so first thing was love myself. And I want, I want to talk a little bit more about that because I just didn't instantly love myself. 
how I said I looked in the mirror and said, I love you, man. I did that every single day. Every day. I, I was crying. Like, I was a little baby. Something I, no one should ever see. It, it was awful. I'd be drunk crying, looking in the mirror. Um, so one day I said, I, well, actually, I didn't say. I just kind of like, things just happened. So I started journaling, writing out my feelings. I jur- mm. journaled every day. And some days it would be like multiple pages. Some days it would be just a, a sentence. And we need to let whatever's in out. So we can do this multiple ways. One could be journaling. I highly recommend that. And a lot of people I talk to recommend that. Just when you're writing, it, I, I recommend by hand too, not on your phone or on the computer. Because it gives you time to really think about each word and express yourself and free writing too, like clear your mind and just write and whatever comes out comes out. So write about your whole day. Basically that's what I did. Just write about my day and the highlights of my day that really stuck out the feelings too. really highlight those feelings. Also, I would talk into the microphone and this is stuff I never went back and listened to. And this was like three, four years ago. I still have it. I just never went back and listened to it. But it's like therapy for me. It's like talking to another person. I would have headphones in and talk on my microphone and get to really express myself how I really want to express myself. Sometimes we feel like we don't want to express our true selves to other people because we feel vulnerable and we don't want to look weak and vulnerability actually is not weakness. It's actually quite the opposite because that creates a, uh, some, uh, an open window for the other person to open up and say something vulnerable as well. Mm -hmm. So it's really a good way to make a, a connection. And I find talking out my ideas really cements them into my brain so writing them out or talking them it really like it lets me like I have like this verbal diarrhea and I get to like really mold it into what I really want to mold it into so it's, it's a good way for me to really have a thought process okay also this is probably the most important thing for, for with my regimen was meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you meditate? I didn't know what I was doing. I YouTube some Buddhist stuff and uh, just listened to people talk about it. And I kind of created my own way of meditation. And a lot of people have a hard time with this because their mind is racing or they're bored or they just, feel like it's not working and I would meditate 30, 30 minutes a day. And like I said, it was like a combination of a few method methods and I did it on my bed, sit, sitting cross-legged with a straight back, my head's down slightly, elbows resting on my legs, eyes are closed. And for the first five minutes, I would focus on my breath. So breathe in through my nose And I would imagine 
and out through the nose. And I would imagine, like, looking at my nose, if you can think about that, close your eyes and look at your nose. Like, not actually look, but look at your nose with <laughs> your eyes closed and imagine it there. And, like, this is a little trick, and it helps you, like, focus on something without focusing, like, I don't know, the, the, ro- <laughs> the room noise or, like, the neighbors or right, anything right. like that. So you're, you're hearing your breath, you're starting to slow down and focus, clearing your mind, then let any thought come and go. You ever, you've heard of something called a train of thought, right? Yeah. Well, you ever thought about it? Like a train of thought, you're, it's, it's a train, it has a thought in it. It comes in through your ear. Let's say it comes to, in through your right ear. It's a train and it's coming out your left ear. Like a tunnel. Yes. Let your thoughts come and go like a train of thought. So, like, I never really thought about that. I, like, I'm like, I don't know. I heard that expression. And it just, like, really cl- yeah. clicked with me when I got older. It's kind of funny. But, right, right, right. So, you're looking at no judgment. You're letting it pass. It's just the thoughts are itself. It's not you. And this is a whole nother podcast <laughs> episode of my uh Thought, my uh, opinion on uh, thoughts and who we are as uh, as humans. Yeah. Um, um. <laughs> so, uh, yep. so like, also you can imagine like a big textbook. I, I forgot. This is not my uh, idea. I got this from someone else. Imagine holding a big textbook against your forehead. So your hands are holding this big book, like like a Bible or like something really heavy. And this represents, like, your racing thoughts, the noise, the clutter. This is in everyone's head. And we may not realize it because we think that's normal. Like, like in a busy mall, like that. But that's inside our head. So that's the book, is the busy mall. Now, Now, take that book and just simply set it on your lap. You just learn how to not be hung up on your thoughts they're more quiet you know they're not so close to your head it's not not so loud so now the thoughts are way down here on your lap Uh, you will always have those racing thoughts that's just that's just nature that's that's the meaning of life you can't get away from that you have to learn to work with this the buddhist called those thoughts that book the monkey mind if you've ever heard of that (laughs) no Oh uh, yeah, uh, the, it's uh, you have your consciousness, and your he- that's your 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 head basically your mind, and then your body, so below the neck basically. I'm not saying this like perfect how how it should be, but that's the the monkey mind. That's the say, uh, oh man, how about a beer tonight? And you you can't neglect it. You can't ignore it because that monkey mind's like a toddler. So the ego is like a toddler. The more you ignore it, the louder it gets and louder and louder. And you're just like, all right. And you, you uh, give in. And then you just like, if you would have worked with it in the beginning, compromise, it would have been easier instead of like, this is like something like smokers, like smoking cigarettes. People try to quit. Like if you go cold turkey and then all of a sudden they're just like smoking again, you need to find a way to like, compromise basically so a patch or nicotine gum where you go to the doctor and get some 
uh, I think you can get like medicine or whatever. So it's like finding that compromise instead of ignoring it, then it explodes like a toddler. Right, right. So that's that's uh, that's the monkey mind. The racing, the, third? the racing thoughts. That's the book, basically. So we talked about the book and how we take it away from our head. And sometimes it takes longer than usual to clear that mind and be focused on the present. And this is the whole goal of the meditation. So this is the first five minutes I was talking about, basically. Focusing on your breath, clearing your mind. Just five minutes. And if you can't do that, then just focus on that five minutes a day instead of a half hour. So after your mind's clear, what I do is I replay the whole day in my head from when I wake up to the point I meditate. Then I replay it again to find something to be thankful for. So like Mm. something specific, you know, someone helped me out or maybe I helped someone out. I'm like, I'm thankful that I did that because like I, I could have not done that or they didn't have to do that. And I'm very thankful for that. Or it could be something simple. Like I'm glad I have a thankful. I have a car, house, kids, anything like that. Right. So thank thankfulness gratitude and if we practice gratitude this really helps loving yourself oh yeah that if you can't if you look in the mirror and you can't love yourself you need to find love so start loving everything and eventually you're going to start loving yourself i I like that uh let me uh just jump in real quick yeah yeah, Um, yeah. i like that uh um you talk about gratitude because one thing that everybody should know all my listeners should know is that when you're feeling down, when you're at your lowest, if you start focusing, instead of focusing on what could have happened, what happened, how dare they, this and that, mm-hmm. why not focus on your, you know, what you're, grat- what you're grateful for, right? You right. know what, this, this happened, but, you know, I'm still breathing. I'm still healthy. You know, I'm thankful for that. You know, this happened, but, hey, you know, I still have my kids. Yeah. They're so beautiful. This happened, this sucks, but, you know, um, I can still think. I can still bring this around. This happened, but you know, doing that, putting that but, but a, put a big butt in between, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, this happened, you know, I lost my job, but you know, I still have my knowledge. Yes, you know, I, I was in this job for 10 years, finance job for 10 years, but I'm still a financial expert. Maybe you can use that to your advantage. Um, one thing that, and I'm going off topic, and we're going to go back to, to you right oh, now, but of course. <laughs> one thing that I that I know and I, and I believe is that everything happens for a reason. Like God has a plan for us, you know. He 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 doesn't he doesn't decide for us, but he has a plan for us and he guides us through it. You know, I'm a big believer of God. I'm not mm. sure if you are, but um, he he guides us through it. You know, that's one thing. Another thing, number two, is that uh, Steve Jobs says this. Um, he says you cannot connect the dots going forward. You can only connect the dots going backward. You know, so certain things that happen in your life happen so you can get to the point you're at now. You know, yes. um, if if uh, for I'll give you an example for me. Um, I, I also went through a breakup, you know, mm. um, about, you know, I was 27, I think also. <laughs> um, and what happened was uh, lack of communication. Yes. You know, um, I was at a job that that. You know, I was like, I got to stay here. It was it was a insurance job. I got to stay here. You know, I, I just got to build my way up. And my wife was like, no, don't do it. This and that. Like, you're not going anywhere. Like, it's bad right there. Like, just forget it. Why don't you try a bank? 
don't you try this? And I was like, no, 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 here. And then uh, uh, miscommunication. She thought I was, you know, uh, messing with someone in there in the office. And then, I don't know. It was just bad. Yeah. Long story short, we we broke up for eight months. And those eight months, same, man. I, I cried. I, I I broke down. I told myself. But then I told myself something I heard from Tony Robbins. What does this mean? You know? Is it the beginning? Is it the end? And then also, what am I going to focus on? Yes, this happens, but what am I going to focus on? So I, I would give myself like 30 minutes to an hour to just ball, cry, and feel like shit. Yeah. But then after that, I would pick myself up and be like, okay, what do I need to do to continue my life? What do I need to do? I, to- I told my wife in the beginning, I'm going to be successful with or without you. What does that success look like? You know, so I was focusing on this now. Yes, I, ha- I gave my time to cry. I gave my time to grieve. But now, what am I focusing on? And I know I'm going off topic because I, I forgot where we started. No, but... It's all good, man. <laughs> but that's what I did. What am I going to focus on? So I decided, okay, where I'm working at is too far from where I live. It's the insurance job. It, it really isn't giving me anything. There's no slight ch- chance that I'm going to get promoted. There's not, I don't see it coming. So then I started, you know, looking around, open-minded. I went to, uh, I was like, okay, I got debt. I got to consolidate it. So I went to my bank. I, I was going to consolidate my debt. I didn't qualify because where I'm currently working, I didn't make enough debt to income ratio. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but it's what you owe to uh, how much you make. I didn't make enough to to cover what I owe. Hmm. And and so the banker was like, well, why don't you apply for the bank? And I was like, well, I don't know. I don't have I don't have experience. I don't have no study. And then she she guided me through it. I didn't even know the issue. You know, like she guided me through it. Long story short, I got the job as a banker. Um Got back with my wife. Uh, we talked it over. We realized that it was lack of communication. Um, so what I'm trying to say is that certain things had to happen for me to be where I'm at now. Now I, I, um, I have an amazing career. Two, I have an amazing family. My wife and I communicate better than ever now. We love each other. Like from now, from before, like let's say the, the breakup was a line. And the before was terrible like we literally like i would go home and i'm like fuck i'm gonna go into a fight again if i was even like five minutes late from work because i had to do an extra thing i was like shit i'm already knew i was gonna walk into a fight Mm. now like we communicate it's it's much better she trusts me i trust her you know she can go out with her friends and i don't i'm cool i trust her i I know exactly that's how it should be vice versa and the thing is that uh this had to happen if this wouldn't have happened, this is my belief. If this wouldn't have happened, these years would have still been terrible. I would have still been yeah. like, shit, I'm going to go home. and Because nothing changed. The rest of your life would have been that. Yeah. And I think that God puts us in uncomfortable situations because sometimes he tells us, like, he, he gives us the sign. It's a test. Do this, do this. Yeah. And sometimes you don't, you don't get it, so he puts you in uncomfortable situations. Mm. He's like, I'm going to make you <laughs> change your ways, yes. you know? Right. And, and when you get it, you get it. Yeah, man. Um, I have a, a couple things for that. First, I'm going to talk about right, right when, where you finished up. Uh, you've heard of Eric Thomas, right? Yeah, E.T. Yeah. Um, he talks about the, the golf ball. The golf ball at first was smooth, and it didn't go that far. And these guys just kept hitting it and, and hitting it and whacking it, and it would be dense. And all of a sudden, it'd go farther. Then they came out with the golf ball with dimples, and this made it go extremely farther. 
So he says, God is beating you up. So not to hold you back, but to push you forward. I like that. Yeah. So whatever you're going through right now is not for the reasons you're thinking. It's not to hold you back. To hold you back. The why me? Why is this everything happened to me? No, this is an opportunity to open a door and close another. Yep. It's your choice to walk through that door. To the unknown. People are so attached to what they know. Yep. If you're not willing to give up what you have, how are you going to get anything better? Yep. So another thing I wanted to talk about is the uh, relationships is like the identity like you both should be in a relationship loving yourself and it, you and like for example you and your wife you are not in charge or it's not your obligation to make your wife happy yes your, oh my god your, that is so true yes man. your obligation is to bring your own happiness to the table. To the relationship. The yep. offer. The table is where we meet and we talk. We, we, we have offerings. We're bringing what we have. And if I keep bringing stuff and you're not bringing anything, there's something wrong. Yep. And all of a sudden, you're going to start going, well, I'm doing all the work. And yep. they're just sitting there mooching and... They just take, take, take. It can't be like that. They need to bring their own happiness. And then you're just having a happy sandwich. Yep. Yep. The thing is that you, everybody has like back to the success perception. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a different perception of success. Everybody has a different perception of happiness. Everybody has a different perception of being loved. Yeah. You know, like my wife, if I bring her flowers and this is funny, I've brought her flowers and chocolate and she's like, oh, cute thank you she is not that kind of girl that loves a guy bringing flowers it's not her but if it's but, you and you like you did it because you wanted not to please her but because you actually intended to do that and you wanted to do that then who cares <laughs> yeah yes um but if you understand you know like their perception i you would be more comfortable for example i know that she, all she wants is to, you know, lay down in bed, watch a movie, her feet on top of mine, and me just kind of rubbing her feet. We do that all the time. Yeah. It's so simple. Right. Like, I don't have to go out above and beyond and, and do all these things yes. that you see in the novelas. Or, yeah. you know, it's like, no. Like, you, once you know yourself, love yourself, and, and are ha- happy for yourself, and you bring it to the table, it's not your job to make the other person. They are going to be happy. It's not your job to control them either. It's not your job to say, hey, you're not going to go over there thinking like if you prevent them from going over there they're not going to cheat on you that's not your job right the do you, people need to understand that if someone's going to cheat on you they're going to cheat on you regardless of what you do your yeah. kids if, if you're trying to hold them back from having sex they're going to do it with or without your permission like why not be open and say hey you know like let me talk to you like, yeah. this is this is not good. in any kind of relationship in business you know like have have a communication you know, but your your job is not to control anybody else. Your job is to control yourself within and and be you. 
I, I don't know, man. It's a really good topic, and keep going, man. Right, right. You, you're a hundred percent correct. Um, it goes back to what I was saying to love yourself. It's like you're building a house, and love is the frame, the the structure. It's what is holding everything up. And if you don't have that, you don't have a house. So you're trying to you're trying to build these structures that if the wind blows, it's just gonna fall right over. And pe- yep. people are fragile, just like that. And that's why they cheat. It's not because of you. It's it is you know you know the saying. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> it really yeah. it really is. They're lying. Yep. They're lying to themselves when they say that. But it truly is because if they loved themselves a hundred percent, like or at least close to it, and in a relationship with you, and you also love yourself, there is like. Everyone has sexual desires or like you can look at someone like, oh, yeah, they're hot. They're good looking. Hey, nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. But like when your intentions are something else, when your intentions are out of character, that's when it is a problem. Yep. Yeah. And and oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I, I That was it for me. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. It's just that um, one thing that I want my listeners to know is that we say it because we've realized it we've lived it we we just figured it out but if you guys don't believe listen to the giants like i said like giants say it all the time too um grant cardone you know grant cardone uh, i do not grant cardone is like a, a millionaire he's, he's being big I, I think if you see his picture you don't know who he is but um uh he says if my wife cheats on me it's my fault the reason is because what am i doing for her to you know to do what she's doing or not do what she's doing, you know? So it, you take responsibility, right? Like if, if, and I, I don't mean by controlling, but like, if she's not, if she's not, um, how do I put it? If she's looking for someone that, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how to put that one, but anyways, he says that um, Gary V just put a post not too long ago, you know, Gary V put a post on Instagram where he says that if uh, someone ghosts you, is not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. They weren't, they weren't man enough, woman enough to say, hey, you know what? Like, honestly, I was just in it for the sex. Right. Honestly, I was just in it for, uh, you know, uh, I'm not feeling you. Like, it, it was fun, but now that I see the whole picture, I'm not feeling. Like, it's a reflection of them. You did nothing wrong. You, you were yourself. The person who, who goes to you, you know, it's just the kind of person they are. So don't feel bad about you. Just say, hey, you know what? This guy or this girl was, wasn't the one they, they must have not filled it. It is what it is. But there is someone out there. There is someone out there that is the perfect fit. Right. You just got to find them. Yeah. And, I, dude, I have been ghosted before. It's so weird. Because I was like, whoa, I just got ghosted. Yeah. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with that person as well. They're just, they're lost. Yeah. They're, and I talk about that a lot. And that like we're like, we're all on this journey we're all on this journey to find ourselves oh for sure we're all just like st- yeah like that saying we're all stumbling stumbling around looking for food <laughs> yeah but th- it goes back to that communication like you had prior in your when you were 27 uh the communication and i posted this very recently the lost in translation that we have our intentions are pure but our translation is just not there and that the human language is confusing we we can say things and we can lie about them we can say 
one thing and mean another. And it's, it's confusing, especially when you're texting and stuff. Oh yeah. But what matters is the intention matters and the actions backing those intentions, not so much the translation, the communication, if, cause we can practice that we can, we can try again. And if we, have the pure intention and the action, eventually the communication will come through. It takes practice. We have to put, put ourselves out and keep doing it. And eventually, just like anything else you do, you're going to get better at it. Yep. And communication, yeah, that's – I'm so much better now. I used to yep. suck. I used to not talk. I used to hide all my feelings and just – go in my basement and write music and that's it. <laughs> give me, um, give me two books that you recommend for myself and for my listeners. Um, well, there's a lot. Are you man. a reader? Yeah. 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 Okay. I- I'm a reader, but I'm super picky. Like I try, I try to, there's this one person. I don't remember who it was, but it was on the podcast. He said, Read a lot of books, throw a lot away, read good books twice. I like that. Yeah. And if if you read a book, you don't have to finish it. Like, if it's not you, then it's okay. Uh, one is called The Power of Now by Eckhart. Oh, I have it. I yeah, have it. Eckhart Tolle. That, that was nuts, man. That one's nuts. And basically what that is, is the present moment and being detached from the outcome. So mm-hmm. if you're in, it goes with intentions, if your intentions are right and you surrender, now this is anything in religion. I think I'm agnostic myself. I grew up, which I don't like the term agnostic because that means atheist basically, and I'm not, but I don't claim a religion. I grew up Baptist. But basically to me, all religion has the same goal basically and that's to surrender yourself to love yourself to love every your neighbor to love put love into everything and just surrender yourself to the it could be god it could be the universe or or whatever but the surrendering process is what is the magic ingredient so that's what happened with your when you were 27 and then when I was also that age, there was a point in time when we're like, all right, I need to do something. I don't know what it is, but I'm just going to surrender myself and let yep. the process happen. Like, yep. I was in my own way. Yep. And it, which is good, like very good. And uh, religion helps people do that, but people know it, but don't do it. And, and this is like, most people that are in church they're just they, it doesn't click and yep you kind of had to go through that you kind of had to be rubbed in the mud a little bit kicked around a little bit to actually go oh that's what they were saying it makes sense now mm-hmm. experiencing it yeah and what's the second book um there's quite a few um i just finished one and you know uh, because i'm letting you know what what, what i'm reading it'd be kind of weird um 
Uh, it's called, uh, I think it's called Mates. Okay. Let me just look at it real quick. Yeah, it's called Mates. Be- Become the man woman wants by uh, Tucker Max and Jeffrey Miller. And, okay. All right. So I'm single, right? And I'm putting myself out in the dating scene. And this book is really good for people in general because people, it's the same as the power of now. People go out there with an outcome. They go out there with, well, I want to go and sleep as many as women as possible, or I want to go and I, I want to find the one and get married. It's like, why are you going out there and thinking like this when you don't know who you're meeting and what their goal is? Just enjoy the process. Have fun. Mm-hmm. Don't focus on taking her home tonight, getting her number. Like, if you get her number, what now what? Like, what? Like your whole goal is to get the number. Like, what does that mean? That's like the, that's like the, the billionaire we we're talking about. He's getting, he or she is, has money, but that's not, that's not the reason why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah, money is great, but they're doing it because they have a passion and they're really good at something and they're loving the moment. You lose the money, it don't matter. You can you can build yourself back up again. So if you're in, going out there in the dating scene, which there's going to be a lot of people that just go, that stop contacting you or it's not for me and stuff. If you're detached from the outcome, the which is the, oh, man, she looks really pretty. I would love to go home with her tonight. No, just be yourself how you normally are with your your buddies and just have fun for the night like oh i'm glad i met her we had a had a lot of fun if something happens you'll know it'll just keep going you won't want to stop talking with each other there'll be open-ended questions and like you just keep going and all of a sudden it's two hours later or something nice but yeah it's it's more it's same concept is uh it, this it's like you hear about pickup artists, how to get chicks, or how, like uh, being dominant, and like what women really think, and you have to be like an alpha male, and mm-hmm. you hear all this stuff, and these guys are like, you know, th- they break it down, like you know what these pickup artists are trying to do, and how it's basically just garbage because you're treating women like objects. And that, yep. that's not what we need to do. What do you want in life first? Love yourself, right? What do you want in life? You have to take care of your shit before. Like I said, you need to give yourself 100% before you give someone 100%. Yep. And it's funny how I keep running into this and how true it is and how much people say this, but no one's listening. Yep. The people that are listening are the people that came up with it themselves. Yep, and it's true, like like being yourself, loving yourself, understanding who you are, who you want to be, and at the end of the day, you don't you don't have to try to like you said, you don't have to try to find the one or go sleep with you don't have to do it. Like just once you find out who you are, the funny thing is you start attracting the right people. Exactly. And nothing matters. It just comes to you. Yeah. When I started this podcast, I was I was shy, I was this, and I was like, who's gonna wanna come on? But I, what I'm noticing is the right people are being attracted to it. And yeah, I get a little haters, but 
it's fine. You know, some some of it is good criticism. Some of it is just stupid, and I just throw it away. But <laughs> once you know who you are, and once you know that you are, you know, you're happy with what you're doing, the right people start coming in, and you start meeting people like Brian. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you start meeting people like Brian, and then you start noticing, you start developing a relationship being, hey, this guy, I can relate to this guy. This guy and I have gone through certain things. I feel like I know him after this right. 50 minute talk. I, I feel like I know him already. You know, like, like we've known each other for a while. Mm-hmm. Why? It's because we're like in the same, you know, like we understand each other. Yeah. And that's the kind of people you want to be around with, you know? Yeah. And you want, and, and that's, mm-hmm. uh, you can go ahead. No, no, I was just saying that's the kind of people you attract. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, even if it's the, the uh, opposite sex, you know, like yes. a girl, you know, you're going to attract that in, into your life. Right. And, this needs to be verbally and non-verbally too. Yep. Like not, non-verbally is more important than verbally. Like body language and your energy, your essence, your frequency. Like if you're riding in a, in a car with someone, read the energy. Like how does it feel? Do you feel like you have to fill the air with words because it's like something's lacking? Or if you're just driving and everything like everything's just flowing with each other it feels great and it's fine then you don't need to say anything to like you don't need to fill the void there is no void it's filled with energy and like your 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 uh frequency inside is vibing with her frequency or his or whoever you're with and everything's gravy like try that out sometime or do you feel like you need to like are you a people pleaser? Like, are, do you have to like impress this person you're with? Yep. So read people's energy. It's, it, it takes practice, but it's, it's crazy though. Like once you start like, Oh, this person, like this person's pretty chill or right? this person's very, has a lot of tension. I can tell reading body language, feeling that energy. So that nonverbal is su- so much more important than verbal because you can say something and your body can say something else. Yep. Yep. All right, Brian. So um, we are getting to the end of it. I definitely want to have you back on again and we can continue. Um, it's just so much good stuff, but I feel like <laughs> we'll be here for hours. Oh, yeah. Uh, man. Before uh, I end this, I, I want to make sure that people can find you. Where can they find you? Where are you more engaged? Where, or, you know, where can yeah. they find your, your podcast as well? Right. Um, well, I focus, my main focus is on Instagram and that is at Brian underscore do so that is B R Y A N underscore D U S S E A U. I do a lot of videos. Um, I recommend the highlights. So that's like your Instagram stories and I save them and there's, that's a, like it stays on my page. I do, I just do in-depth conversations like this that like needs to be heard. I feel. And there's a lot of videos, a lot of posts I do on there. And I usually have, I have a podcast called Perpessence, P-U-R-P-E-S-S-E-N-C-E. And that can be on uh, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all the, all the big ones. And uh, that is a podcast form of, of my Instagram, basically. So it's very... Very, very much like what we're doing right now. Very cool. And you can find all that on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Facebook as well, but 
I don't really get on there too much, but that's you just look me up on at Brian Duso. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And then last minute, mm-hmm. give 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 my listeners something to to leave with, man. Yeah, so definitely didn't cover like uh, everything, but we did cover love yourself. So I want to try to leave a little taste with with that. And uh, what I want, what I highly recommend is never stop loving yourself. So just because you overcame your struggle and you lo- learned to love yourself, it's not over yet. It's not over until it's over, until you're dead. And then who knows after that. So you need to love yourself. You need to keep loving yourself. You need to show by example for, for kids, for not even just your kids, for, for the future of mankind. So we need to show by example, we need to love ourselves, because once you stop loving yourself, you can fall into that trap again, into old habits. And we need to, habits are habits, no matter what you're doing. You, it's, it's a repeating process of whatever you practice. So that could be good or bad. And we want it to be good. So practice that habit of loving yourself, have a routine talk to everyone around and just like spread the love basically once you and i want to say this again you have to love yourself 100 percent to give 100 percent, and we need to always practice